It's car con carne. We are so very live. It's Carcon Carne in quarantine. Quarantine Con Carne. I'm James Van Alstel, Carcon Carne, sponsored by C&H Financial Services. It is Animal Week. We're talk- Carcon Carne has gone to the dogs and the cats, but really the dogs tonight. Heather Owen is my guest. She is the executive director and board president of One Tail at a Time. Heather, when I put out the message on social media a week or two ago saying, I want to talk to rescue owners. I want to talk to people who help get dogs in the hands of people who can care for them. Uh, your name popped up over and over again. You, you have a lovely reputation in this city. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> so you gave up a career in law to do this, didn't you? I did. So that wasn't my intent. Um, I started the organization while I was in law school. Um, and it was a hobby, something I did to just, um, you know, get my passion out in a different way. And the organization just kept growing. So in 2015, I there was like a crossroad and I was like, okay, I can continue to practice law or I can save dogs for a living. And I, I think I chose the, the easier one. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and so you just moved into your first brick and mortar. So this has been going on since 2000, what was it? When did you start this? 2007? 2008. So 2008. 12 years. Um, we actually, in 2015, that's when we opened our first brick and mortar. We opened an adoption center. And every year since then, we've opened something different. So we had an intake center that opened up a couple of years ago, and then our behavior and training center. And then this year, we just opened our own veterinary clinic. So that one was like very, very exciting. You know, it's interesting. Every night or every day this week, I'm talking to a different shelter or organization. Is there a competitive thing going on? Or or do you all kind of feed into and around each other? Are you supportive of one another? Or is it like McDonald's and Burger King? Um, super, super supportive. And actually, I saw you interviewed Kristen. She's a, a very close friend of mine. We work together all the time. Um, it's really, Chicago is really cool. And I think we're really, really lucky. Um, we have so many awesome animal welfare organizations and everyone does something a little bit different. So what we do is very different from what Alive does, but we complement each other. So if we work together, we can get a lot more done. And I think that's why Chicago's on a really good path to being a very humane city. What's going on right now? What's the status of One Tail at a Time during the pandemic? Tell me about the dogs. Um, It's real weird right now. (laughs) It's very, very weird. I think I never thought that I would be in the position I am now. And so I think it's a silver lining. And I hate to celebrate anything right now because it's a really tough time. But dogs are having a moment and rescue dogs are having a moment and people are lining up to foster and adopt. And because of that, we're saving more animals than we ever have. When everything first started, we had a choice, you know, it's like, do we kind of close our doors and and be safe and be careful or do we press forward? And we chose let's, let's press forward. And we did it in like a really big way. And we ended up doubling our normal intake, doubling how many animals are normally in foster. It, It was just insane, but it worked so well because we had so many people step up to, to help us. So it's been really good for animals. Are you basically working like 12 hour days? Yeah, but I always did. So <laughs> that's no different. I, I get to do it in sweatpants from my couch now. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> that, is, that is the bonus. Uh, do you have a dog handy? Um, here right now? He's yeah. 
we are digging holes or something. Oh, perfect. <laughs> He'll probably come in at some point and like get on the couch. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> talk to me about some of the milestones along the way. Yeah. So I think 2015 was the big one. And that's when I quit my job and decided, okay, we're going to, we're going to make this a real thing. And that's the American dream right there, where you can say, here's, I'm going to do what I want to do, what I've always wanted to do. I'm going to make a living. I'm going to make a go of it. Here we go. That's the American dream. Yeah, no, I'm super, super lucky. And I'm supported by just a huge community of people that want to help. So that's why we get to do what we do. So I feel very, very lucky, but also we're very needed. And I think that our growth has been a reflection of the fact that Chicago. So here, the background is in 2007, I walked into Chicago Animal Care and Control, which is our city shelter. It's funded by our tax dollars. I, I pay them to take care of animals. So when I walk in there, I expect that like they're taking care of animals. Um, worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Like I was shocked. And it was one of those moments where I was like, okay, I can't go home and forget that this is how we treat our animals. Um, and so we had to do something about it. And I think that now that people know how it was and how it can be and how it can get better, that um, there's so many people that, that don't wanna walk away from it. And so I really appreciate that about Chicago and the people that work with One Tail at a Time is like, we can't turn our backs on it. So um, that's why we've gotten to grow. I derailed you, milestones. Milestones. Okay. So 2015, our adoption center opened. Um, and that was our first brick and mortar. That was, we were totally foster based before. And then um, we opened up the center where people can come in and adopt a dog. So it made it a lot easier to adopt dogs. It also like put a stake in the ground, like, hey, we're here, yeah. we're in Chicago. So people started knowing who we were, which allowed us to grow even more. I think it was the next year that we started, um, we call it CRISP. And I'm not sure if Kristen talked about this, but that's the program that we work with with the live rescue and a bunch of other groups. Um, and that's one of the most important years for me because we started a program that helps people keep their pets. So we were going in this like hamster wheel of like, you know, we adopt the animals out, but we go back and there's 10 more in the shelter. And so we're like trying to gain some traction and it was really hard. So we had this moment where we were like, okay, well, it's not really rescue if they already have homes that love them. So what can we do to keep them in their homes so we never have to even take them in? And that program has been really successful and I think has changed the tone here in Chicago um, about like how we're going to solve this problem and how we're, you know, we're going to get intersectional about it and involve other disciplines and, and other things to help people keep their pets. Um, so that was a really good one. The next year we opened up an intake shelter and that one was really important too because uh, that was canine flu. So a couple of years ago, we had a huge um, issue with canine flu in Chicago and a lot of pets died from it. And it was really, it was something like this that we're experiencing for humans, but for dogs at the time. Yeah. Um, and so it totally changed how we can do rescue because we couldn't just take those animals and put them with other animals because they were so contagious. So we opened up a facility where they can go and get healthy before we put them in the community. And that saved so many lives, it's, it's crazy. Um, and then our behavior and training center, we took that in house last year. And then this year is the most exciting milestone. We hired our own veterinary team and opened up a veterinary clinic that I have not been able to enjoy yet because I'm at home. <laughs> that is huge. What is shelter diversion? 
So that is um, keep them out of the shelters. And that's because okay, that's... the shelter is not the best place for them to be. They can get sick there. They can die there. They can go cage crazy. There's so many bad things that can help happen in the shelter. So let's keep them in the homes that love them or send them to a rescue right away. So they never have to go into animal control. How much training is involved with running a shelter? Um, training people or training animals? <laughs> Fair question. I'll, I'll say both, but animals more specifically. Um, so it depends. Um, some animals have lived in homes and just, you know, needed a new, new place to crash, but their house broken, they're crate trained, they're friendly, they're social. Those are super easy to rehome. Sure. Um, some animals have never lived in a home where they were outside dogs or they were abused or they just weren't socialized well. And so those animals need a little bit more. I would say that's the minority of what we take in. Most of these dogs um, are really cool and really chill and just need a new spot. So where do you stand right now? Are, are How many dogs are you holding, so to speak? Yeah, so um, right now, I think we have somewhere around 220. Um, so this time last year, or this time like a couple months ago, normal for us would be about 150. Wow. Um, and about 30 to 40 of those would be in our facilities. So right now we have about 220 and they're all in foster homes. So that it's a big shift. It's really different what's happening right now. And it's really cool. Wow. That's, that's amazing. All right. So if someone wants to help, I, there are a lot of people watching Adam's watching Ari, Paul, Chris, Giorgio, Tracy, John, Doug, Steve, Rick, another Rick, uh, Tom, <laughs> Stephanie, Santi. Thank you all for watching. Uh, if they're watching and saying, I want to help, what do they do? So there's a lot of ways. Um, it depends what you want to do and what you want to give back. I feel like there's so many different ways you can do that. Um, if you're looking to adopt, if you go on our website, it's onetail.org. Um, you can see all the available animals, but we also, we have so many animals coming in and out that it's changing daily. So put in an application. We are receiving more adoption applications and foster applications than we ever have ever. So normally we'd be back like to you in 45 minutes to be like, yes, let's adopt a dog right now. But right now it's like three days response time because we have so many. Um, so we'll get back to you and we'll help you find a dog. You just have to be a little bit patient if you want to adopt or if you want to foster. Um, we don't have any volunteer opportunities right now, but we will as soon as things kind of start sure. getting back to normal. So we'd love to have people come volunteer at any of our facilities our adoption center, the intake center, the behavior and training center are all volunteer run. So you can walk dogs, hang out with dogs, help people find dogs for adoption. Um, donations. And who would want to do that? I know. It's the best thing ever. It's the best way to like spend an afternoon. For sure. Um, it's super fun there. The last way to help is definitely donations. Um, if you're doubling how many animals you take in, you're doubling how much you're spending on veterinary care. So we like we jumped all in and then we looked at our, our vet receipts for that month and we're like, oh, okay, we need uh -huh. some help probably. So you can um, make a one-time donation or you can sign up for our membership, which is 10 bucks a month. Um, most people don't even notice it coming out of their bank account, but when a bunch of people do it at once, it makes a really huge impact for, sure. for us. And that's what allows us to grow and know that we can take in dogs next month because we got your 10 bucks coming in. And that's onetail.org. Onetail.org. Well, thank you for the work that you do. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for having this. me. Uh, and thank you for watching on Facebook Live. Thank you for listening. I'm going to stop Facebook Live. Thank you again. That is Heather Owen from One Tail at a Time.